You're listening to SaaS Acquisition Stories, a podcast featuring the stories from both startup founders and buyers who have successfully gone through an acquisition process using Microacquire, the number one startup acquisition marketplace in the world. To date, Microacquire has helped hundreds of startups get acquired and has facilitated hundreds of millions in closed deal volume. Here's your host, Andrew Gazdecki. All right. I am here with John Ring Eisen, who recently got microacquired. John, uh, so great to have you on the podcast. How are you doing? Great, man. How are you? Good. Neil, so uh, I have a guest with you um, as well. Do you two want to maybe take a second and introduce yourself for those listening? Um, I'm Elena, John's wife. And over the past couple of years, we've kind of built things together. And I handle more like the idea behind it, and then he builds it. So kind of what we've done. Yep. And I'm a uh, software engineer, self-taught, didn't go to college. Um, I bootstrapped uh, a business together and we sold it on microfire. That is amazing. This might be my favorite podcast and we're two minutes into it. So you guys um, recently had a business acquired. It was Essential Studio Manager. Is that correct? Awesome. And did you two build that together? We did. So I do all the coding and build everything by myself and then she does all the marketing and uh, all the other stuff that's so awesome that's i mean you need a someone to build the product you need someone to market and, and sell the product so that's seems right. like you, you two make a great pair um for those who maybe might not know what it, what does essential studio manager do um what was the problem it was solving so it's a uh, crm for uh photographers specifically nice uh, it basically helps photographers manage their business via invoicing, managing their clients, uh, booking uh, sessions, basically any aspect of a photographer's business that allows you to manage it. Awesome. I love those types of businesses. You kind of caught me off guard when you're like, CRM for photographers. Because it's so <laughs> clear, crisp, understandable, no jargon. Yeah. Um, I can already, you know, think of, you know, pain points that photographers have where maybe something like Salesforce or the hundred other CRMs might not fit. Um, but tell me about your your experience on Microquire. So um, you list on Microquire. Um, how did how did things go with um, buyers? What was the reach out like? Um, maybe we'll start there, and then I'll have some more questions after that. Yeah, it, it was good. Uh, I listed it, and um, we did get a handful of people that would like reach out, but then it would be crickets, and we didn't hear anything. Um, but I would say there was probably more people that responded than we got crickets from. Um, and then uh, it was listed for what, like two weeks, yeah. two or three weeks. And uh, we had an individual contact us. And within another two weeks, it was acquired. Wow. That's pretty fast. So two weeks yeah. from, from meeting the buyer to, to close. Nice. Um, can you walk me through um, just due diligence? How, or let's go. Um, so how did you know that this was the right buyer? How did you, you know, there's people that reach out, they say something, we're interested, they go away. How did you kind of narrow in on this one buyer as the one to acquire your business? So uh, we got to talking about what his plans were with the company because we, we really didn't want to like sell it and then like someone acquire the customers and then scrap the company or the the intellectual property like the website and stuff um so he was uh coming on board or he was acquiring the company to uh, merge with a company that he's building um so they kind of benefited each other and so that was the main reason why he was acquiring it and he kind of liked that idea and so we decided to go with him nice 
It's always nice when you you know sell to a buyer that will kind of take what you I assume spends a lot of you know blood, sweat, and hopefully not too many tears um, building, uh, and you know you get to see it continue to grow. Um, so you you find the buyer. Um, what was what was due diligence like for you? Can you walk me through just kind of like the initial steps? Um, what was requested? How did you handle that? Yeah, so he uh, he sent a contract. I now keep in mind I've never sold a company before, and before I found Microacquire, I was like, crap, how are we gonna how, how are we gonna sell this? Like I don't know anybody, I don't network, so it's, I didn't know the first step when it came to acquiring or selling a company. So I stumbled across Microacquire, and um, he sent us a contract. We read the contract, and then um, I have a a friend that's a a lawyer, so a friend of a friend that's a lawyer. And so we sent the contract to him so that he could look it over. And it was a short contract. It was like, I think it was like two, three pages. And so he looked it over and he was cool with it. And so we signed it. It was good. Very nice. And then in terms of, um, you know, transferring, you know, the assets and all that fun stuff, um, any advice for other founders as you're going through that, as you transfer like the website, the actual software, yeah, so uh, when I built the ESM, uh, I didn't build it with the idea of being acquired. So the one thing that I would tell people is if, if you're going to build something, uh, I would from the get-go try to keep it all in one, um, like keep everything together and don't mix it with like other companies. So for instance, I have Amazon AWS and I have one account where I keep all my, my buckets to store files in, which includes the one for the ESM. So now I have to go and create another account for the ESM and then uh, create a new bucket and then transfer all that data. Whereas if I created its own account initially, I wouldn't have this issue. Um, so, I mean, it, it's really not that big of a deal. Um, it's pretty simple to do, but I would just recommend keeping everything together, um, like separated from other assets. Nice. And then... So now that you've been through, you know, the acquisition process before, if you had to give any advice to sellers looking to get acquired, what are like maybe three big learnings um, that you kind of learned along the way? Oh, man. <laughs> That's a tough one. Um, so one, uh, not to toot your horn, but I would say get listed on microacquire. Um, two, networking is probably... Uh, another big one because the more people you know the more people that you can talk to and communicate that you're trying to sell your company with and you can um, uh, have better chances of selling your company um, and number three i would say be optimistic in the process i think like when you list your company or anything you're trying to get acquired it's so easy to be like oh who's gonna who's gonna be injured in this and then we were super surprised that someone found it you know it was the right person so we had talked to multiple Sometimes you find that perfect fit for it. So I think being optimistic in the whole process is also. I like that. I like both of those um, a lot, uh, especially the um, just being optimistic and also patient. Because sometimes, you know, I hear of startups being acquired in two weeks, sometimes six months, sometimes a year. Yeah. Um, you know, in my personal experience, um, it did not take two weeks for me to sell businesses. Um, so just being optimistic and, uh, you know, really just being patient in terms of finding that right buyer because you never know when they're going to come along. And then obviously during that time, continuing to focus on uh, your business. Um, so I guess, so you, you successfully sold the business. Um, 
what are you guys working on now? I got I got kind of a feeling you guys already have something um, that you've been working on. Yeah, so um, to give you a little backstory, we created, my wife created a company uh, back in 2012, I think it was. And um, in the peak, we were making roughly, we were grossing 600,000 a year with that company. And um, that company, so there were a couple issues that happened. Uh, there was some, some piracy going on. Um, so now that company doesn't generate that much revenue. So we kind of pivoted and she created a, a, like a product of that company and started bringing in, and so it's a subscription model. And she started bringing in revenue with that. And then I was like, why don't we build its own standalone subscription based platform? And so we ended up doing that. That's called uh, Wordsmith. So it's usewordsmith.com and it's basically uh, captions for uh, like small businesses or really anybody to basically use for their social media platform. Nice. So you've been operating that business for about a decade. So the, the that's like the, the main company is like, we kind of start new things underneath that main company. Um, mm. But since the old products were kind of stolen and posted online, we've kind of had to pivot away from those products and figure out okay, what else can we do with it. So the main company is still open, but underneath it, I'm kind of launching like new businesses within that um, and kind of focusing on what's taking off and what's doing well. So Wordsmith is one of them right now. And then I have a couple other ideas. So yeah, we got a few, we got a few things we're working on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. I love how you two, you know, complement each other's, you know, skill sets. That's sometimes, yeah. you know, really what it takes to build a business unless you could somehow do both, which is very rare. Um, I guess, you know, just to, to kind of wrap things up, um, it sounds like you guys have been, you know, entrepreneurs for so long, a decade. Um, if you had to give just general advice to maybe people, you know, looking to get started building a business, what are some main things that you guys um, have learned or think about often or perspectives you have um, to be able to create these successful businesses over and over? everything I've launched has always been with the focus of, okay, this is something that I need for my business or as a, or as a photographer. And if you build a product that serves something for yourself and solves a problem, there's going to be other people that have that same problem. So sometimes it can be something really simple like social media, but knowing how time consuming it is to create content all the time for your business or social media and really connect to the ideal clients that you want to connect with online. Um, it's crazy how quickly that took off. And I think in general, just kind of keeping an open mind when you're building things and solve a problem for it versus trying to come up with something where you see lots of money or you see a lot of attention because other people are doing it. I think solving a problem is like number one for me and has always been kind of like at the core of everything that I build, most importantly for us. Yeah. Uh, and I would say also um, to new entrepreneurs uh, to just uh, be persistent, just um, work hard. And um, like one of the things is that you're not always going to know the answers um, and it's a learning process throughout the entire journey. I mean, we're learning all the time and we rarely know uh, the answers. Have we, have we learned a lot and we use those things that we've learned? Of course, but uh, we always run into roadblocks and, you know, it's always a learning experience. Yeah, that's, that's great advice. I mean, a lot of, I can see a lot of entrepreneurs, or I do see a lot of entrepreneurs often building products that don't really solve a problem for you know maybe i think the 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 biggest one is 
you know, you may have a problem, but you want to make sure you validate that other people have that same problem. Um, You know, it's a a big uh, misconception that I I run into and give advice on is, you know, it's good to scratch your own itch, but you want to make sure other people have that same problem. Otherwise, you know, and then, you know, validate it as quickly as possible. So you don't spend six months or a year building something that people still want. And then, yeah, persistence, it, you know, people think it takes a year or two to build a successful startup. And sometimes it does, but um, more often than not, um, it, you know, it's, it's, it's a journey and a ride. So um, great advice. I I guess, um, you know, I've been asking this question on podcasts, but you guys are actually on an island. So I've been asking uh, if you could bring just one book and one uh, album, music album on an island, what would it be? But you guys are in Hawaii on an island. <laughs> so I don't know how this question is going to go. But um, if either of you like, could bring just like one book or um, one album to listen to on an island, what would it be? There's so many books. Um, the first one that comes to mind for me is the 10X Rule by Grant Cardone. I was going to say the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> so you're, you're, both, you're both bringing the same book? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then uh, music. Um, I don't know. It would probably be something I've been listening to lately a lot is, uh, what is that song? It's uh, Dirt Road. The one yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't some country country song yeah it's a country song um dang i forgot that but it's something about finding find dirt (laughs) (laughs) all right well there there we have it well thanks so much for uh joining this podcast it's been wonderful chatting with you and congrats again on uh getting microcard yeah anytime thank you all right well cheers enjoy uh your time on the island and thanks again for uh chatting with me today Thanks for listening to this episode of the SaaS Acquisition Stories podcast. If you enjoyed what you heard today, make sure to like and follow on your preferred channel. And if you know a friend or colleague that would benefit from hearing this conversation, please share it with them. For more information on MicroAcquire and how we can help you start conversations that lead to an acquisition in just 30 days, check us out at microacquire.com. We'll see you next time.